John's Gospel reminds us that even the faithful doubt. While the scripture speaks specifically to Thomas's doubt, he was not the only one who cast doubt on the happenings of the time. For instance, when Mary Magdalene and the other women went to the eleven to report the tomb was empty, they didn't believe her or them. Now we could we could certainly say that that was because they were women. Um, they weren't the chosen uh, to know these intimates, intimacies of, of Jesus, um, but that was not the case. They, they doubted. Um, I'm sure being women had some effect on it. Um, they really didn't believe or understand how this could have happened. They cast Mary Magdalene and the other woman aside, claiming that they could not possibly be correct. The tomb was certainly not empty. They indeed doubted. Thomas, on the other hand, he gets kind of the, the award for being the doubting individual in the group. The one of the 12 that just can't seem to get his act together to really take hold of the beliefs to trust and to know what Jesus has planned. The miracle that will be bestowed upon him and all of us um, if we believe. What we do know about Thomas is that he was one of the people closest to Jesus. Um, I did some research and found that he was he was coined the twin. Um, he spent years living with with Jesus, um, witnessing his miracles, listening to his teachings, watching his power unfold, both of word and action. Jesus was Thomas's mentor, his beloved and revered friend, yet he doubted what he predicted. His own resurrection, and to be clear, none of the other disciples were really fully understanding of this they also couldn't really conceptualize what was going to take place from crucifixion to resurrection either. But Thomas gets the label. This retelling of the resurrection has always been difficult for me. I've always wondered why Jesus was calling out Thomas for not believing, but now I find out it's really more how it was framed from the author's perspective. John was letting us know that, that Thomas didn't immediately take to believing that their Lord, their friend, their mentor was not in that tomb. That hardly seemed right to me at some point. Even as a child, I wondered, you know, are you not allowed to believe? Do you have to believe everything all the time? And in fullest capacity, can you not question? Doubt is a natural uh, facilitator to inquiry and curiosity. Um, so I wonder why, why was this being chastised here in the Bible um, to question? And as we've established, and we can see, Thomas was so close to Jesus, would it not bear some thought that it's hard to believe 
the unthinkable, the unbelievable. I need proof. I need to know, I need to see with my own eyes so that I can truly believe what you're telling me. I think that's where Thomas was. I think he wanted this. He wanted to know that his savior was here. But without that proof, it was gonna be hard for him. So filled with overwhelming grief and disbelief, how were these disciples gonna to continue to move forward without their spiritual leader, their friend, their mentor? I think that they all probably questioned something, but one person was highlighted. So that makes me consider now, this time that we're living, how many of us fall silent uh, when it's time to stand up, to question the norm, to not fully understand or believe what's happening in front of our eyes? How many of us will verbalize it? And how many of us will just fall in suit and stay quiet and wait for the events to unfold? for us to believe. I would like to think that we're equally split. There are times when we wanna stand out, when we wanna stand up, when we feel we can. And there are times when we just don't feel that we are in the right space with the right people in a safe space to do so. Consider the events of, of racial injustice. It's easy to have a voice from the back row to say that you support without verbalizing your support um, or showing your support. But to stand up and say, I question this. This isn't right. Why does it have to be like this? That's an entirely different story. And it certainly doesn't mean that those people who are unable to say something are less convicted um, in their beliefs that racism is wrong and that social injustice is a crime and that um, our ability to disenfranchise individuals based on their race, religion, creed, sexual orientation or identity. Um, there are people who can vocalize that and there are people who believe it but they can't take that next step. So does that person who is unable to really verbalize that, are they less of a believer? That's what I'm taking from this scripture this week. It's not so much that every one of those disciples didn't have the same questions as Thomas. Rather, Thomas was the one who was able to stand up and say, I need more. I need to see him with my own two eyes. And there is some question as to whether he really asked to touch Jesus's wounds. So in the end, I think we all fall into the range of being just like Thomas, not doubters, but questioners. We are, we are curious individuals. We are driven to know more. The brain and the spirit and the body and the mind and the soul that Jesus Christ and his father have given us is one to ask questions. 
one to seek more, to get more, to believe more. And it doesn't make us less faithful. So I'm challenging you to not be like John in this instance and depict your neighbor who is unable to put the Black Lives Matter sign in their yard as not being somebody who doesn't believe the same thing as you do. Maybe they just don't feel like they can put the sign in their yard. Maybe what we need to do is walk over and have the conversation with them. Ask them, why is it you can't put the sign in your, your yard? Opening the dialogue, even back in the day of our Lord's resurrection, we were placing incrementally large pieces of guilt and shame on individuals who didn't align with the same thoughts, the same beliefs, and the same practices. Let's not do that now. It's such a hard time to be right now. So our challenge, to live like Thomas, to question, to be in a constant state of questioning and wonder, helping us to learn and live deeper in our faith as we walk with Christ.